You're listening to the Horizons Church Podcast. How you doing, Josiah? Beat me to it. I'm doing great, Ethan. Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah? Yes. It's a podcast recording morning. I'm here for it. I Liter- enjoy. Literally and, literally. and emotionally. I'm you are physically it. and emotionally I'm present. Here for that. I do. I enjoy these mornings. It's just a... Me too. It's fun. I wonder if this is how like talk show radio hosts felt back in the day. No. No? No. Probably not. Well, I'm really just putting myself in those <laughs> shoes where it would just be extreme unrelenting anxiety. Yeah. How do you come up with stuff to talk about every oh day? I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe if it's your job, you're just like always aware of it. And I'm sure you have help. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. I feel like talk show radio is not really a thing anymore, really. Yeah. I mean, maybe it is and I'm just not in that world. I don't... I really don't know. I feel like podcasts have kind of replaced that. Like, yeah, I think so. Podcasts because, that... Well, yeah, you know, and I think in a lot of ways, like there are a lot of podcast platforms out there that are personality-based. Yes. You know, like we go to them because of who does it. And yeah. it's just... It's like entertainment from the person. They could talk about anything and it really could just be, here's what's going on this week and here's yeah. what I'm doing and thinking. Like the Joe Rogan podcast is the most yeah. popular podcast, I think, in the world, right? Yeah. That's basically just talk radio, basically, right? Yeah. I mean, he... he he has people on. And yeah, they're like they're like pretty notable people, but you know, it's just it, it, they're very long conversations. He has such a wide variety. It's very weird of people. Yes, and it seems like he gets along with all of them to some extent. Yeah, it is weird, isn't it? Isn't it? Or maybe it's just like they're amicable during their recording. I don't know. Anyway, I, mean, I feel like if you agree to go on a, like a four-hour conversation with someone, you know, yeah, I, like I wouldn't rush to do that with someone that I really took issue with. Yeah. So. Anyway, yeah, yeah, podcasting. Here we are, and in, in in front of the mic at the place doing the thing. So yeah. anyway, we concluded our rhythm series this past weekend at mm-hmm. the church. If you are an attender of Horizons Church, an attender, an attendee, I don't know which of those you pick, choose, yes. whatever. Yeah. If you were there, we concluded it. We're done with it. The series is finished. And uh, on a logistical note, next. Or I guess this upcoming week, by the time this drops, yeah. we're on to the book of Jonah, series yeah. on Jonah, which I'm really looking forward to. That's like little pirates, kind of like there's a little, I feel like Pirates of the Caribbean kind of a motif to that. Because they're on a ship. That's it. That's exactly it. We got a lot of cool stuff coming with Jonah, though. That I'm like, really, I mean, I'm just excited to preach through the book, but. Like, we've got the series companion guide, which is going to be a little more in-depth. We've got some other cool stuff. That, <laughs> if it hasn't, like, I just don't want to spoil some stuff. Anyway, the way you say I'm it, looking forward to it. The way you say that, I feel like even I don't know. So, <laughs> it's just like, we shall see. Yes, it's just going to be good. It's going to be fun. So, anyway, in light of this past weekend's message, which was on the habit of Bible reading, I wanted to talk a little bit more about some practical helps for actually developing that habit. Kind of like what we did a couple weeks ago with the corporate worship yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. I actually did have time to talk through a few tips during the sermon this go-around. Oh, nice job. Yeah, th- thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. I really appreciate that encouragement. But obviously, I didn't have time to say anything super in-depth, so sure, wanted to take some time to That's what we're dig into for. a little more. And we've also actually talked about this before, like not exactly yeah. in this forum or with this lens, but we've talked about scripture reading and stuff related to it before. If you want to dig through the archives and give those episodes a listen, mm-hmm. uh, we did an episode called Secret Worship Habits, which aired on January 6th of 2020, which was just uh, six months ago, but that feels like however many years ago now. It was decades ago. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and plans and resolutions for scripture, which had an original air date of December 17th, 2018, which, Wolf, do you remember 70 years ago when it was 2018? Man, I remember that a century ago. <laughs> <laughs> 
you all like our jokes. It's, uh, I've been, I was telling Ethan yesterday, I've been making those jokes like all week for some reason. Like, oh yeah, you remember like 20 years ago when it was like February or whatever? Like, it just feels so long ago. It like does. before, like, I feel like you, you know how we have BC and AD, like, you know, I feel like you could just like relabel those yeah. like before Corona and like after I don't know what AD we would we would do, but we'll think it on just that. it just feels like an yeah. entirely different world and time. Yeah, I think this year has mathematically been the longest year. It has been. It yeah. absolutely has been. So anyway, those episodes are there. They're old. They're centuries <laughs> old at this point, like reading the books of the ancients. So uh, in this episode, what I'd really like to hone in on with this discussion are a couple of strategies that, again, James Clear lays out in his book, Atomic Habits. Mm, clear again, huh? It's <laughs> yeah. All coming into focus, I see. <laughs> Should I leave now, too? <laughs> you made that joke again! <laughs> but, but really, like, as someone who has made um, efforts to do this, I am terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really, I feel like... I appreciate the forthrightness. It kind of cracks me up. It's kind of, like, disarming. <laughs> That's good. I hope, I hope that translates. <laughs> like, I feel like this should be maybe one of the, the easiest things for us to do it's this is not overcoming addiction <laughs> it's not retraining yourself to like handle difficult emotions or overcome like just like managing your anger or retraining your your world it's not reassessing anything that crazy it's just reading <laughs> for a period of time in your daily life <laughs> you know what it's like and somehow that is still a remarkable first world challenge it, it so is i'm all about like learning some new strategies here because mine are rather hidden <laughs> well i am happy to help with the help of James Clear. Excellent. I'm about to make it real sharp in focus. <laughs> Thank that's you. A, that's another, that's what I need. another clarity that's joke. What I need. Up the resolution. Up the... That's, that doesn't even make sense. A resolution. Making a resolution. Up ah. the resolution. Man, this is bad. This, this is... is like really bad. Please keep listening. Yeah. Bad dad humor. Not even good. <laughs> Not even the kind that you're like, you give pity laughs. You're just like, right. what is wrong with you? You are insane. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to start from the ground up and speak as if we currently have no Bible reading habit at all, just because I think that's the easiest what place to start. What are you trying to, to say? That's, that's, Actually, I'm not even going to fight you. You're that, people. That's how I feel sometimes. He who smelt it, dealt it. What? I don't know what's wrong with me today. Wow. I'm just like in a really good mood, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. So one of the first things that Clear would suggest in his book is that if you really want to make this a habit or anything, I mean, anything of this variety, mm -hmm. a habit, you ought to use what he calls implementation intentions, which is really hard to say when you say it out loud. Yeah. Implementation intentions. But here's what that means in short. It means I will perform this action. So in our case, it would be read my Bible. I will perform this action at this time in this location. So in other words, you just calendar the time and you treat it like an appointment or a meeting. Okay. Like that's the, that's the short and easy version of what he's suggesting. You literally just go into your calendar and set up a recurring appointment to read your Bible from, say, 6 to 6.30 p.m. at the dining room table. Like okay. that's, just, that's just what I'm doing. Like from that time, I'm scheduling that time and I'm treating it like an appointment. And that is an implementation intention. And what is helpful about that is if we don't have things like that to get us started, because like eventually the idea, of course, is you get to the place where like it's habits, like you just know, like, oh yeah, like you don't even have to think about it. Right. But until you get to that point, we're left to spend mental energy deciding when and where we're like going to read, right? Like that's part of the yeah. thing. You know, it's like, like, yeah, like, well, what time am I going to read today? And like where and when and then what am I going to read? Sure. And that's if we remember, right? <laughs> like that's, that's like counting on the fact, yeah. like my memory, like I'm the kind of guy I know if, 
it's really funny because people talk about like my memory. Like people are like, wow, Josiah, your memory, you know? Your memory. Yeah, like I, like I have a decent memory. Sure. With things that I've read. But like <laughs> if I don't have like, if it's an appointment or it's something I need to do, oh, yeah. if I don't write it down, it's gone. Big it time. Is out of my mind. Same. And yeah. then like someone's like, hey, like, like what about that thing? And I'm like, <laughs> Well, I didn't write it down, so guess what? Forgot to do it. Exactly. <laughs> so it's the same kind of thing here. Otherwise, we're just making things harder on ourselves than they need to be. Certainly. So, like, you know, if you don't have that as a part of your regular rhythms yet, then calendar it. Like, literally just implementation intention. Just say, all right, for, you know, and you don't even have to start with half an hour. Like, you be like, all right, for five or ten minutes, I'm going to yeah, do this right here. The other strategy he recommends is called habit stacking. Okay. Habit stacking, Is that right? a mobile game? That's, it sounds like it, right? It does. Habit stacking the game. <laughs> but the way Clear describes that is that you do have some habits already anyway, right? Like you oh, have yeah. some habits. And the idea here is that you pick a habit that you know you're going to do. Right. So maybe you work out in the mornings. Maybe that's a habit you already have. Maybe you, without fail, read the news right after you get home from work. Uh, I don't know why you'd want to do that. But I don't know. <laughs> that's it. Um, but maybe it's a habit you have. You know, you, just, you know, as soon as you get home from work, you're going to read the news. Or perhaps this is a habit I have. Uh, you make a fresh cup of coffee every single morning. Mm, here, here. Like I do that literally every morning, other than mornings I preach because on preaching mornings I'm already like wired and hyped <laughs> and got the adrenaline pumping. So I'm like, I don't need that caffeine. That's going to send me overdrive yeah but i do make a habit of having that cup after i preach point being every morning i just know like i'm getting up and i'm making a fresh cup of coffee yeah well habit stacking has it so that after you've completed your first habit so such as making coffee you just stack the second habit on top of it i actually quite like the the pairing of this yeah it's really pretty nice and the idea of that is i mean you know you're going to read your bible right after your workout or after you read the news or immediately after you brew your cup of coffee. Yeah, you, you really would need that after you read the news. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's, that's so true. <laughs> yeah. It is. I check the news like once a day and not like through any mainstream outlet. Like Bro, it's just like a, no. it's basically like a, I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> anyway, I, I get like a digest of the big news yeah. and that's enough to like make me. Yeah, it's not a good time. Almost want to drop off a cliff. <laughs> yeah. So. All that is to say, the first habit begins to act as a trigger for the second habit. That's the whole point, is like you just know, okay. oh, make the coffee, and then I'm going to read my Bible, like right after I make my coffee. Like that's the idea of habit mm. stacking. You develop associations and they become habitual. Yes, exactly. And next thing you know, you're stacking habits like a double stacker from Burger King. Yeah. Anyone else enjoy those from time it's to time? It's been so long. Yeah, I enjoy a good double stacker every couple like months. Like I just get a craving man, for it. I feel like a dumpster, but I like Burger King yeah, always. That's, yeah, I can't. I can't tell you the last that. time I was there, but it, uh, it's, it, it never disappoints. Yeah, that's exactly right. Unlike McDonald's. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that's habit stacking. Uh, the other thing that kind of crisscrosses with that is to make the habit enjoyable. That would be... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's great. The book Atomic Habits is based around four laws of habit making. And the things that I just mentioned kind of fall under various aspects of those laws, so mm -hmm. I didn't want to, you know. But he has a whole law called making the habit attractive. Okay. Like, that's a whole law he has. So you want to make this habit enjoyable. And by that, and this kind of goes with the habit stacking, I mean, pair it with something that you habitually do that you really enjoy. That's another great way to do it. So, like, for me, I really enjoy making and drinking that first cup of coffee in the morning. Absolutely. Like, there's something pleasant about that. I have a rather elaborate coffee setup, mm -hmm. as we've alluded to numerous times before <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> so it's not just, you know, pulling out the folders and putting it into the 
coffee pot. Um, yeah. Nothing wrong with that if that's what you do. Or not, But, um, you know, I've got like, it's like fresh beans and the grinder and I grind yeah. it and tamp it and get the water and the milk ready. And just, this, it's it's kind of a ritual in it and is. of itself. It really is, yeah. And I just really enjoy that. And while I'm sipping on that coffee and enjoying it, I'm also praying and reading my Bible. Like those, those two acts together are just so, that is just such a fundamental part of my mornings now. Mm-hmm. And it brings just joy. Like I just, I enjoy doing Doing that in the morning, and uh, in fact, my trigger to take the first sip of coffee is right after I've prayed and opened my Bible to the day's assigned readings for my reading plan. So, like, all it kind of works together, and there's this just these neat associations that begin to happen. That is so specific. And um, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, the, the kind of the weird thing is, I don't know if I'm literally weird or if maybe this is just the way this kind of thing works. But like that association I've built to reading and praying while drinking coffee, like the joy of that is so, you know, nice. (laughs) That's such a weird way to put it. But like the associations that happen there are such that I like trigger memories of what I read like yesterday when I'm drinking coffee. I'm like, oh yeah, like I remember that, like that cross references with like what I read in, you know, what I was reading in Second Chronicles is cross referencing with what I was reading in the Psalms and Second Thessalonians and all this stuff. It's just like kind of... Well, that makes a lot of sense, honestly, because not not that I am an, you know, I'm an expert in psychology, <laughs> so I'll speak from my expertise. But like, I mean, for instance, scents yes. are, are one of the biggest triggers of memory, mm-hmm. um, and like that's a part of the bundle when you're making coffee. So yes. you know, you are you are building these psychological associations. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. And so that all kind of works together automatically. Like, I don't have to think about any of that. Like, it just kind of happens, so to speak. And it's just great. You I, know? I didn't tell you this, but no, knowing that you did this and knowing that we were talking about it, I did this this morning. Wow! Um, as a yet another effort to kick this <laughs> into gear. And it was good. So here's me giving it a shot. Directly yeah. what you're saying. That's There you um, go. Give, it, it was good so far. It's good so far. Yes, I'm yes. One for, I'm one for one. One for one. That's beautiful. <laughs> yes. And that, that also comes back to some of the stuff we discussed in the episode on corporate worship mm-hmm. to kind of wrap this up. Is you want to make it as easy as possible for yourself, Absolutely, too. absolutely. So, like, if you want to use a physical Bible, then have it set out on the table or desk waiting for you in the morning when you wake up or in the evening when you get home from work or on the nightstand before you go to sleep. Like, prime the physical environment so that's ready. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like I said, my coffee setup is kind of elaborate and all this stuff. So before I leave the office, this is where that's where I do this six days a week. Uh, I you know I have my Sabbath on Friday, my day off, and the setup kind of changes a little bit. But on work days before I leave, I make sure all my coffee stuff is clean. So like all I'm doing is I'm walking to the office, turning on the water, grinding the coffee, getting the milk. Oh, yeah. All that's ready. Yeah. Like I don't have to clean stuff up. No, no, no. It's ready and my Bible is laid out and just it's open. I'm ready. Oh. I'm ready to go. So like the, the environment's primed. I don't exactly. have to like yeah. use extra time and energy getting it ready. It's mm-hmm. it's set up when I leave the workday, which is also a nice way to like end the workday, oddly enough. It's like an end it's of workday done. ritual. Exactly. It's exactly. because all these things that kind of like cascade together. So you want to make it as easy as possible for yourself. So like if you're gonna use the U version app, this may not even need to be explained, but I don't know. I'm I'm kind of weird about organizing my phone. So if you're gonna use like the U version app for your reading, put it somewhere on your phone or iPad where it's easy to get to and you know right where it is. Like, don't hide it, to, you know, in some obscure folder on your third or fourth screen. You know, it's like, because then you're going to be like, oh, I got to open my, the like, search thing. The third page of a sixth folder on your eighth screen. Yes, yes, exactly. Like, you're just, you know, you're just making it more difficult for yourself yeah. than you need to. And then, as we've talked about in some other episodes, like, just have a Bible reading plan so that way you're not having to constantly 
ultimately decide where to read because that sure. can be kind of exhausting. Like, uh, where am I going to read today? You know, like, am I going to open it randomly? Like, oh, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> you know, like, so to, you just have a plan. It makes it easier. So those are the kinds of things that will hopefully be helpful in making Bible reading a habit. And remember, the point is not simply to check it off and gloss over the words with your eyes. The point is, you know, we want to meet with God and hear him speak. That's why we do this. And we want to be conformed to the image of Jesus as a result. And don't be discouraged if it feels hard at first. And don't wear yourself out like some people do at the beginning of every year and be like, I'm reading the Bible cover to cover straight through. Gosh, (laughs) I I suggest don't don't do that. I mean, like like you were saying, you want to set yourself up for success, especially with disciplines like this that are somehow mysteriously challenging. Yes. Like not that I have clearly any authority or success to speak from. But, you know, again, like you said, don't make it harder than it has to be. Right. Um, Don't set yourself up for Leviticus on day one. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Personal recommendation. I'm telling you, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) And I I think like if you've been out of practice or you somehow find this as hard as I do, just take it slow. Like Mm -hmm. you wouldn't go zero to 60 on a new workout routine just to to burn out before the week is over. Yes. You You would gradually build into that routine. And, you know, these are things I'm just reminding myself of as well. You take these small attainable steps. Um, that's the only way you're going to get to where you want to be with this. Yes, exactly. And I think that's a great point to bring up with like the workout routines. Like even if you wanted to, if you've never lifted weights, you will not be able to go bench press 250 pounds. Like, you can't. Like, that's just, you can't. Like physically, I don't know. Maybe if you like somehow are already physiologically a giant, maybe, I don't know, mm. but like and you're not going to be able to do it in a pretty way. Like, <laughs> as I'm saying, like, you can't do that. Like, you have to start at a place where, like, you can do what you can't do. And I think the same goes for any discipline, like you said, and Bible reading. Like, it's good to, like, read through the whole Bible and understand its whole context and the whole scope of the counsel of God. But, like, you don't and you shouldn't, I don't think. I, I never counsel anyone to do this. Don't do it cover to cover. And don't necessarily say, I'm going to do it in one year. No. Especially Oof, if it's man. not something that's a regular part of your life. Because at that point, you're going to be, like, jumping all over the place and having to read big chunks of, you know, scripture at a time. You can do it in three years, like three years, and that maybe would take five minutes of reading a day. Oh, really? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Interesting. In three years. Or, I mean, like any other plan. Like, you start off with, like, a small, like, a, a plan that has you reading through Matthew in, like, you know, three months, which is another thing. You're only reading five minutes a day, maybe. Yeah. You just start yourself, you know, you you work up and you build it up till you get to the point where you can do what you can do. Exactly. And that's it. It would be cruel to be like, you need to be reading at the level of a seminary <laughs> graduate pastor. Like, and people, I think people put that burden on themselves. That's yeah. what I'm, that's the thing I'm trying to get back to is like, I'm a Christian, so I need to be reading like this. Like, I mean, like, if over the course of years you can get to that point, that's great, yeah. but you can't and shouldn't beat yourself up for not doing that right away. When exactly. You're, yeah. So anyway, those are hopefully some helpful tips to get you started on this habit if it's not one already or to continue building on it if you have started. Exactly. Be one for one. And then you just keep the streak going and it's great. Yeah. So anyway, there you have it. And uh, hopefully if this was helpful to you, you leave us an honest five-star review. <laughs> Share it with your friends, you know, be like, hey, you need to pick up this habit here. Exactly. Do these things. And uh, if you are interested in the things that we talked about in this series and you want to dig into it a little more, uh, our series companion guide has some recommended reading. We've referenced Atomic Habits in this podcast specifically. It's mm-hmm. a great book to read. So you got that. And uh, if you have any questions, you can always email us at podcast at horizonschurch.net. Interact with us on social media and uh, yeah, the usual stuff. So thank you as always for listening and happy Bible reading. Mm-hmm.